What's up guys and girls and welcome back to episode 2 of this week's rant. Now this week's rant it's all about talking about different topics but trying to make light of uh, currently a bad situation. So I'm sat in my room on lockdown on my day off for let's record a podcast and try my best to make someone laugh. I'll be talking about different sop- topics, sopics, sopics. I'll be talking about different topics, um, something different every week. This week I'll be talking about neighbours. Now I lived in, I've lived in this house for about three or four months now. I moved in in August, and I've already had some really weird interactions with neighbours. So I'm sure everyone can relate to that. Everyone's got some kind of weird neighbour or some kind of strange interaction that they've had with a neighbour. So. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's going to be the topic for this week. If you've got any suggestions or um, characters, accents that you'd like me to do, then you can drop me an email on thisweeksrants at hotmail uh, at gmail dot com. That's thisweeksrants at gmail dot com. I'll say it again because I messed it up the first time. Thisweeksrants at gmail dot com. And that's about it. So without further ado. Let's get into the video, or podcast, if you're listening. Neighbours. I've had a few bad experiences with neighbours so far. Not lived here long, but yeah, I've had a few. The first one, right, there's this guy, he lives, he must live about... Say four or five doors down. Now, he drives a green Skoda Fabia. Yeah? He's got, I think it's a 66 plate, and it's one of them kind of like souped up versions. You know, you get like an S3, you get an S4. Well, this is a Skoda Fabia S Fabia, but it's not. It's like a like a TF, TS, fuck, TSI. TS by, I don't know, something like that, anyway. Now, about, hmm, I don't know, it must have been about four or five weeks ago, me and my girlfriend were lying in bed. Now, we've got our bedroom, it's on the front part of the house, so if we've got the door open, the window open a little bit, then you can hear every sound, you can hear a bloody mouse walking up the street. So, four o'clock in the morning, well, it's about half four, if I'm honest, this guy comes rocking up in his green Focus, his, his, his green Skoda, and he's got music playing at half four. And I ain't talking about music being real quiet and maybe a little bit of opera at four in the morning. Nah, I'm talking about loud blasting dance tunes. It was like Saturday morning. <laughs> guy had obviously been out on Friday, drove home off his nut, and then he was messing around with his car at the front of his house. So it's like half four in the morning, and this guy, he's, uh, he's got his boot open, he's taking things in and out of his boot, going to his front of his door, opening the passenger sides of the car, and then I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, when's it going to end? So I opens the window, and I shout out to the guy, I say, shut the fuck up, will you? And nah, he didn't, he didn't hear me, because his music was that loud that he couldn't even hear me shouting at him. So I start to put my shorts on, I think, so I'm going to go and beat the hell out of this guy. Now, my girlfriend talks me out of it, so I don't do it. But I had my shorts on ready. I'm going to go down there with my top off, you know, looking like some kind of Spartan. And 
teach the guy a lesson, you know. You don't just pull up at R4 in the morning on a residential street with music blaring. He's just not courteous. So I've later found out this guy, right, he lives, I thought he lived a bit further up than he did, but he actually only lives about four or five doors down. So I'm thinking next time I see that guy, I'm going to pull him for it. And I've seen him since, and I didn't say a word to him. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't say anything. He just gave me a bit of a funny look. I gave him a bit of a funny look, and then that was the end of it, you know? Nothing more came of it. So I've recently bought myself a car, swiftly moving on, a couple of weeks ago. Bought myself a nice little Audi A3S line. It's got 50,000 miles on the clock. It's a 12 plate. Cost me eight grand, it did. I'm paying it on finance because I ain't got eight grand lying about just to pay for it. So I pay my monthly, month, ugh, I pay my pay, payments monthly. Uh, so, on my street, you need a residential permit to park. You know, you know, like a ticket, a little, a little. Ticket that goes in your window, I'd call it a permit, but this guy called it a ticket, so I'll call it a ticket. A ticket that goes in your window, and when the parking attendants come walking along, they can see that you live on the street. You know, you ain't breaking the rules. You can park here from, I think it's 8 o'clock in the morning to 6 o'clock at night. you got to be a resident. You can't just park here. At the top, you get two hours, but that's about it. They'll come and look at your car, then they'll come back in two hours to give you a ticket if you ain't moved it. So, I applied for my permit, got it through the door, same day. Puts it in my car, I'm thinking, right, that looks nice and shiny there. Put it there in the car, in the tinted bit of my car, you know, top windows. It's not too visible, but if the traffic wardens come and have a good look at the car, they can find it. So, uh, I I sat there, and because there's no space on my front, it was a bit further down, you see. And I thought, I'll give me a little interior a clean. So I get a couple of wipes, a bit of air freshener spray, a bit of polish. And I went to town on it, you know, as you do. It's a Sunday afternoon, I thought, clean me car. Cleans it out. Anyway, this guy comes out, Mr. Skoda Fabia. Stands on his front and he's got his arms crossed. Standing there, looking at me. With an evil, conniving look on his face. And I thinks to myself, what are you looking at, mate? And eventually... He says, you got a ticket? But he's actually Eastern European. He's from Croatia or Slovakia or Poland or the Czech Republic or Latvia or maybe could be from Lithuania. I don't know, somewhere around there. And the guy says to me, have you got a ticket? And I says, what do you mean a ticket? He says, "Uh, do you live here? And I say, yeah, I live here. Do you live here? And he, he completely ignores my question. But I tells him, yeah, I got a permit. And he says, where is ticket? So I points on my window where it is, but it's in the tinted bit. So the guy's looking, he can't see it because it's a bit tinted. I've since moved it down because I thought maybe the parking attendants might see it and think, well, not see it and think this guy ain't got a bloody permit. So I moved, at the time I hadn't moved it down, but I says to this guy, it's there. There's my ticket, there's my permit. He goes, where is ticket? I cannot see. So this guy actually has the cheek to come round to the front of my car. He's looking on the windscreen, but he can't see it. So I had to point it out with my finger. Pointed it right out for him. Pressed my finger and said, right, it's right there. And he looks at me. And he goes, oh. What do you mean, oh? So I says to him, what about you, mate? 
What about you blasting music at bloody half four in the morning? And he goes to me, music? What music? What are you talking about? I say, half four in the morning, couple of weeks ago, you pulls up, green scarred Fabia, blasting music out, really loud, woke the whole street up. He goes, no, it's not me. I was in bed at half four in the morning. I say, oh, well, it must be the other green Skoda Fabia on this street, knowing full well there ain't no green 66 TS5 Skoda Fabia green on this street, mate. And he just looks at me, gives me a weird look, turns round, walks off, walks back into his house, closes his door, thank you, goodnight. And I'm thinking to myself, what a bulb, you absolute muppet. So, that was that guy. That's one of the problems I've had. Just one. Just one. I hope I see him again one day. I'll say to him, Where's your ticket? Where's your permit? Have you got a permit to bloody blast music at half four in the morning? I don't think so. So, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so another thing now I got this other neighbour right lives next door oh look it's just started raining lovely now I got this other neighbour he lives next door so I better, better keep the noise down because you know he, li- he lives next door and he seems a bit strange to me so we could end I don't want to end up like a fucking lampshade or something you know uh, but the guy, I mean, I think he he's bought the house, so it's actually his house, you know. He's bought it. He's uh, He owns it. He's got a mortgage on it. But the guy, obviously, he's bought it in some kind of state of disrepair. And as he's building it, he's sort of doing one job and then moving on to the next job without finishing the first one. Now, the case in point for that is the fact the guy has knocked his back wall down. He's knocked his back ball, his back burr, burr. He's knocked his back wall down, and the problem with that is, our entry gate was his back wall. Part of it, you know, part of it was like his his back wall, and the entry gate connects down to that. So what it basically means now is because there's no back wall there, it means anyone can just walk in the entry. Now our first, our gate is the first gate that you come to if you walk through the entry anyway. So, if you're deciding, you know, maybe you want to rob somebody and it's time to time to look for somewhere to go, ours is a prime spot because, you know, there's a there's a bloody hot tub in the back garden and the, the gate's only a wooden gate with a dead belt on it. Anyone could just climb over if they wanted to. But this wall not being there is, is, is a bit of a bit of a shite situation to be honest with you and I said to the guy a couple of weeks ago it was more than a couple of weeks ago now he's talking probably about a month I says to him I says listen there was a crackhead the other day in your back garden he said well what do you mean and this is a true story by the way there's actually a crackhead I sat here on my computer having a few games of Warzone you know Call of Duty Warzone brilliant game love it absolutely love it but sat here playing my Warzone and next thing you know, I got the window open, and I looks outside, and I sees like this this dodgy looking character, you know, hood up, he looks a bit really skeletal, you know, skinny kind of guy, the dark, dark, dark clothes on, just hood up, dark clothes on, dodgy looking character anyway, you'd know what I mean if you seen him, you'd say, 
that guy's dodgy. So I opens the window thinking, like, I'm going to look at this and look at this guy a bit better, see what he's doing. And he's counting rocks of crack out. Literal rocks of fucking crack. And, like, I, I've not got the best eyesight in the world, but I put two and two together, you know, the guy's stood there, he's counting his little crack, little little rocks or something, something out. And, I'd, like, I, I couldn't help myself, because my girlfriend, she said, what's going on here? Like, you know, it's not good, we don't want no crackheads around here. So, I, I says to the guy, I says, listen, mate, don't be doing that here. And he looks up at me like, what? I said, don't be doing that here, man, we got a little boy here, whatever you're doing there... You're going doing somewhere else, you know. I don't want that kind of stuff around me. Even if I lived on my own without a girlfriend and a little boy, I'd probably still go and say something because I don't want to crack it in my house or near my house. Especially not one that's selling crack. I mean, if you want to fucking smoke crack in your own house, maybe that's a bit of a different matter, like, but I don't want you selling it in my next-door neighbour's back garden, for Christ's sake. So, yeah, anyway, says to him, moving on. Seeing him over the field about 10 minutes later, all he did was move down a little bit further down the entry. Moves down, sells crack to a crackhead couple, obviously, because it was like a girl and a guy walking down, seeing him doing their exchange, passing money over, maybe it was money, he was on tick or strap or lay, whatever you want to call it. But, there's literally selling crack. So, I mentioned it to the guy, he says, listen mate, they've been selling crack in your back garden. He says, oh, I didn't know him, so I'm terribly sorry about that I, 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 I've been meaning to get the wall up but you know it's, it's been raining quite a bit and we can't get the brickies out for doing but uh, the guy's saying this yeah at the time it'd been raining a lot but there's been a lot of time since then that he could have put that fucking wall up there's been so much time and there's absolutely no reason why he couldn't because uh, there's been time where it's not raining you know when it's nice sunny weather why you couldn't put your wall up then I don't know but the guy says to me, when he said, oh, I'm putting it up in a couple of weeks. You're talking about a month ago, mate. He's not even moved. And you still hear things like he's starting jobs and not finishing them. You, you hear drilling and banging and screwing. He's got about 40 bottles, empty bottles of Strongbow cider. No, I ain't got nothing r- wrong with no cider drinkers, but out of a 3-litre, 2-litre bottle, man, get yourself some cans, for Christ's sake. You know, get, get, yourself, get yourself some posh cider, a bit of the Rattler. That's a nice one. Have you ever tried the Rattler? It's a great cider. Great one. Thatcher's. You know, but not, not two litre bottles of Strongbow, man. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of sick of this one, but look, I need to keep it quiet because I'm going to end up a lampshade in the guy's bloody, and you know, like a skin lampshade on Silence of the Lambs. That's what he's going to do to me. He's going to make me into a, into an ornament. And that's that's not what I want. It's not what anyone wants, really, is it? So, I best keep it down and not talk to him. See, this is why I don't want to move the guy either, because he's about four foot eight tall. As wide as he is round. As as round as he is tall, I mean. And he's, he's a bit... I don't know, he works nights. You know, I've worked nights, and there's quite a few characters on nights, you could say. No offence to any night workers out there. I've been one of them. But I bet you if you are a night worker, you could either look in the mirror or you could look at one of your colleagues and some some one of those people is going to be a weirdo, right? You know, uh, I often look at myself in the mirror and think, what a weirdo. But, no, night workers, but yeah, so I'll keep it down. I'll keep it down. This guy, he's, he's a, bit of a bit of a strange one, shall we say. Uh... 
But yeah, hopefully he builds his wall because if he doesn't build his wall at some point soon, I'm gonna have to ring the council man. He said it's, it's um in a way I hope he hears that part. I said I'm gonna have to ring the council man if he doesn't put that wall up. Um, so because yeah, I just don't want a crackhead. I don't want no crackheads here. I don't want it's it's really a state. Just quickly, right? For those of you who are watching on YouTube, uh, if you if you're just listening, I'll cut this part of the podcast out. But if you're listening on YouTube, get a, get a load of this, man. The guy just won't do his fucking wall, man. That's all I want. Just want a wall. Bit of security, you know. So that's all I got to say about that neighbour. Uh, the last the last neighbour. The last story is uh, maybe a little bit embarrassing for me because uh, it was me being an utter ridiculous stupid boy. So uh, I only lived in the property around three months. A brief background is uh, I used to live on my own in a little one-bedroom flat of my girlfriend. She would come to stay maybe two times a week, maybe, maybe once a week. Uh, but then we moved in together because uh, we've been together two years now. It's uh, probably a good time to move together. Nearly two years, a good time to move in together. So uh, it's about three weeks and it's locked down, you know, so you cannot have the muscle, massive... Uh, gatherings, uh, friends, so I did not have a housewarming party. Uh, instead, I went out for a couple of beers with some friends on a Wednesday night. And uh, it was a good night, you know. We had some drinks, we had some laughs, we uh, told some stories of, of new and old. Uh, it was a beautiful time. The only problem was I said to my other half that I would be home for around 9 o'clock at night. So... I lost track of time, you know, when you have a good time and you're out with the lads and or you're out with your girls and you lose track of time, next thing you know you say you're coming home at 9 and it's 11 o'clock and you stroll through the door. So you got to half 10, I think, oh, I better go home now. Uh, best, best turn around, you know, not to be too cheeky or showing up after midnight or whatever. So I guess uh, as I'm walking home, I'm on the phone phone with a friend uh, who wants to be a millionaire. And I speak to my friend and shortly after, you know, I arrive on my street, I say, listen, my friend, I've arrived on my street now. I'm going to let you go because it's time for me to go into my house and see my wife and see my girl, you know. And uh, I put the phone down and because I'd had a few beers, I must have walked past my front door and I put my key into someone else's door but I was convinced this was my door in my head it was my door I was trying to put my key in my door and is uh, my actual door is a little bit uh, fiddly you have to wiggle the key around for get the lock to release so I put the key in the door I tried to open the door and next thing you know a big character comes out of nowhere 
opens the door from the inside and says, What are you doing in my house? Get out of my house! Now, this guy, uh, he was of African origin, uh, quite a scary person for me not expecting it. Uh, I walk in my house and next there is a man stood in front of me about seven foot tall, uh, just waiting to beat me up, saying, Get out of my house! So... When I, uh, I, I instantly walk away because the guy is uh, six foot tall, seven foot tall, and I think, oh no, I don't know what try to contest this guy. There's no point in even trying because he will rip me to pieces. So, after that, uh, he closed the door, he locked it, and I was convinced it was mine. I walk away, and I tried to ring my girlfriend. I say, Stephanie, but she no answer. She didn't answer one time, and then I ring again, she didn't answer a second time. So I think to myself, oh, this girl is cheating on me with an African man. At that point, I rang the police. I did not want to contest the guy, a little bit of a coward, you know, I thought, I'm not fighting with that guy. Uh, rang the police, I say... Listen, uh, explain the situation. There is a man in my house and uh, I do not want him there. He's, uh, he's uninvited by me. Uh, and the police, they said to me, well, did your girlfriend let the man in? I said, yes, I let the man in. Uh, my girlfriend let the man in. And the police, they said to me, we cannot get involved. It is a civil matter. And um, we... we because your girlfriend is on a tenancy, she let him in the house. You can we we cannot get involved. It is not a civil matter. I said, well, what if I was to go and punch the man in the face? Then maybe we'll get involved then. Uh, and uh, you know, she wasn't very friendly to this. So I said, okay, well, I stay in a hotel and then I go back in the morning and I kick the bitch out for being cheating on me while I go out for a drink with my friends. Now, on the way to the hotel, I was texting my girlfriend because I could not get through to her on the phone, uh, calling her all sorts of names, all anything under the sun. She was cheat, uh, nasty woman, horrible. I will not repeat what I said. I even put a status on Facebook moaning about her and calling her all sorts of things and to move out to my house, get out with immediate effect. And, uh... Which she obliged uh, while I was in the hotel. So uh, it got to around, say, 3, 4 in the morning. Uh, she told me she has gone and left the house. I thought, well, it's time for me to go back. You know, I go and investigate a little bit, uh, see what I can find out. See if I can get to the bottom of the story. Because this uh, makes no sense to me, you know. I tried to come in my house and my girlfriend, who I thought uh, loved me and I love uh, I, I loved her. That, uh, you know, she would not cheat on me. It was uh, very, very surprising to me, something like this. So, when I get home, I look around the house. I think, hmm, it doesn't seem like uh, anybody else has been here. I smell the bed. It doesn't smell like anybody else has been here. I go into the bathroom. It doesn't look like nobody else has taken a pee or a poo in my house. So I started to get a little bit of doubt in my mind, you know? Not too sure about uh, 
what I'd said and done. Sir, it gets to about 7 o'clock in the morning, and I look out the window, and this same man who's in my house, who I thought was in my house, comes out of the door about five or six doors up from my door, and he gets in the car and drives up to work. And at this point I realize, oh my god, you have been an idiot, Mr. Ollie. You have walked into someone else's, well, tried to get into someone else's house, and obviously they have been like, get out of my house, the same way I would be if someone tried to get to my house. So instantly I would say, I'm so, so sorry to my girlfriend, you know, because she, she didn't deserve any of the things that I said to her that day and that night. It was very out of order. She could understand because it was a very strange situation, you know, we'll, we've only lived here uh, a number of weeks at the time, so it's understandable. And the timing of the guy as well, so, I mean, he was so quick to come to the door. I put my key in the door and uh, tried to open it only a couple of times and straight away it was open from the inside. And it was a very, very peculiar set of events that, l that led to obvious, obviously me uh, jeopardizing my relationship. So it was, uh, it was a difficult, it was a difficult time and, you know, a, d a difficult thing, well, a, d a difficult thing to deal with. Uh, the, the, the man, since I have been and seen him, I say, hello, sacre bleu, I'm so sorry for coming to your house and trying to put my key in your door. I did not realize it was you. Uh, I thought it was my house. I only lived here a couple of weeks. And the guy, at the time, he was a little bit, uh, a little bit frowny, a little bit angry, but, uh, since that, I have seen him a few times, and he seems to be okay. You know, he's uh, he's he's okay with me. He, he smiles, I say hello, mate, and he says hello, mate, to you, and uh, that's that's it. But we uh, oui, is uh, long long story short. You should uh, never ever put your key in the door without checking the numbers on the door, especially if you've had a drink. That is my only advice to you. That was episode two of this week's rant. If you enjoyed it and you're watching on YouTube, uh, drop us a like and subscribe to the channel. If you're listening to it on Spotify, iTunes, whatever medium you're listening to it on, make sure you tell your friends, tell your family, tell your pets, your uncles, your sisters, your daughters, everyone you can tell. Thank you, good night, much love. See you in the next one.